Hey guys, welcome back to Divine Healing by D. Today I have on Forrest Rivers. He is a writer, teacher, and speaker who splits his time between the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina and the Colorado Rockies. His personal journey of awakening began at the age of 30 when he went to Maui, Hawaii, and there he felt the profound healing power of the earth, and it spoke through his heart and it helped him overcome a difficult period of alcohol abuse. After he returned home, he became interested in the spiritual tr traditions of the Far East and began to immerse himself into the teachings of Buddhist, Hindu, and Taoist mystics and took the pen name Forest Rivers in honor of the earth and its profound healing power. Today, he is a teacher in meditation and he has started meditation gatherings at each of the schools that he has taught at during his over decade long run as a community college professor. Today, he spends a great deal of his time guiding others to look within and become the best version of themselves. His dream is to start a wilderness retreat center that focuses on the spirit of service and inner work. He is the author of two books, The Hippie Revival and Collective Writings, as well as COVID-19 and The Humanity Spiritual Awakening, which is what we're gonna talk about today. I think it's really important and I've been waiting to do an episode on COVID-19 just to have a different insight and a different perspective come on and I'm glad that I have the ability to speak to Mr. Rivers about it so hope you guys enjoy it. Before we get to the episode I just wanted to shout out to my fellow podcasters thank you for the support i really appreciate it i want to give something back to you guys as well if you're looking for sponsors affiliate links ads go on podmetrics.co that's p-o-d-m-e-t-r-i-c-s.co and use my code divine healing by d to sign up and find sponsors that's podmetrics.co Referral code Divine Healing by D. Good luck. My name is Forrest Rivers, and I'm an author, speaker, and meditation teacher. And today I'm going to be just talking about uh, my new, my newly released book called COVID-19 and Humanity's Spiritual Awakening. And my message is just intended to inspire hope and positivity in in all of in all in all the world. So amazing. Yeah. Thank you. I wanted to know yeah. what inspired you to write the book? How did the idea just come out all of a sudden? Yeah, so uh back in March when we all went into lockdown, uh mm -hmm. I was at my like many people, you know, I had, I had been sent home from work. Uh, mine happens to be, I was teaching, I teach at a community college and we, we were all sent home and, and I, and, you know, I started writing a series of uh, articles for mm -hmm. this one publication I write for called the mindful word, uh, a, a beautiful collection of inspiring writers and artists. And, in March, when I started writing these series of pieces that became uh, the book, mm -hmm. I noticed right away, and as I'm, 
I noticed right away how much fear, understandably, and anxiety and suffering were immediately meeting this moment during the lockdowns. And so I decided to start uh, you know, these series of articles that would address the more positive aspects, what mm-hmm. we could do with this moment to, uh, to grow in our awareness. And uh, so that's what started, that's what happened. Uh, from, so from March until October, I, I wrote this book and uh, from a bunch of different angles uh, in a spiritual mindset in order to help uh, guide people to awakenings. Amazing. And did you find that it was therapeutic for you writing that? You know what's funny, David? Uh, I, I felt like during the uh, process, as much as my intent was to bring uh, peace and positivity mm-hmm. to to my readers, it it ended up being therapy for me just as much. It was it it, it as I wrote the pieces, it was helping me uh, find that space of equanimity that mm-hmm. I felt like I was kind of missing in the very beginning of everything. Wow. Yeah. So yes, that it, absolutely. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, you're yeah. very self-aware, which is wonderful. Do you think that comes with meditating? Ab- well, two, I, I think first all I want to say is I, I think everybody has the opportunity to become mm-hmm. self-aware. I don't, I don't yeah. actually truly believe that I'm any more, self-aware than anybody else. I definitely want to emphasize mm. that. I I look at this as just like one, you know, this book is just one gift among many, 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 countless millions of gifts, <laughs> infinite number of gifts that any of us can can bring towards humanity. So I want to say that first yeah. of all. I, uh, But I think part of, I think self-awareness, uh, at least, the, how about this, the path towards mm-hmm. self-awareness, because I think I have a long way to go personally, but the mm-hmm. the the path towards self awareness for me has been two things meditation yeah. and uh, nature and nature communion with mm-hmm. the natural world um, and I can't emphasize either uh, enough uh, I, for me the two go hand in hand mm-hmm. nature becomes a form of meditation and medi- the, the meditation becomes heightened when I'm in nature so it's yeah. you know the for me, they're they're my two most important practices. I love that. Yes. I want to ask you something, and I want to share how I was feeling when the lockdown started. Did you sure. sense COVID happening? Like, did you predict it in any way? Did you see it coming? Were you really that surprised? You know, it's funny. Oh, wow! What a one, what a wonderful question. <laughs> that is that is such a that, that's a profound question in itself. Thank you, Boris. So, no, really, really, that's a that's an incredible question. I have not been asked that. Um, so, okay, the actual event of COVID sort mm-hmm. of took me a little bit off guard. Like I did, I wasn't predicting like a pandemic, if you will. Yeah. But but the, a mass crisis moment that had the mm-hmm. potential to shift to shift humanity. Yeah, uh, I'm surprised that I'm surprised it took this long, right? I like, uh, the, I agree with you 100. percent 
the actual event, the actual event, like I guess the specifics of how that moment of potential for consciousness shifting would mm-hmm. ha- would happen took me a little off guard. But that it happened when it did did not surprise me. In fact, I think the forces personally, I think the forces of our collective karma, if that makes sense, has been building mm-hmm. yeah. to this kind of moment for a very long time. Um, Absolutely, and, yeah. And so I thought maybe this would happen. Something, something like this might happen in, you know, back in 2012, 2014, 2015. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to happen far ago, like much, you know, five, ten years ago. But here we are, and uh, and yeah, yeah. You know that I haven't heard people say, but everybody has said. I didn't predict something like a pandemic of this magnitude, but I knew that there would be a shift. And I feel the same way. I think up to maybe, maybe earlier the year started, I had terrible anxiety. I knew that something was mm. going to happen. I, I kept telling myself, oh, you know, if somebody upset me or angered me, I'd say, you know, they're going to wake up soon. They're going to wake up soon. Yeah. I didn't know what was happening, but I knew that, yes, humanity we would shift it wouldn't be the same things would change i yeah just i yeah, totally I, agree I, I with you it, and I, i've been getting that from people as well other guests and you know it's funny Davina, you feel it in the uh it, it was an intuitive like you're describing it, it was yeah. an intuitive feeling that some mm-hmm. massive event that would that would go a long way in shifting our consciousness Mm. would occur it was like just an intuitive feeling i couldn't and people would be like well what's your what's your uh where's your prediction coming from and i'm like you know i don't have anything hard to go by but it's just something i feel when i close my eyes and when i still my mind just a little bit i can feel feel it that's the key word feel something vibrationally about to happen yeah and and, and actually it needed to happen yeah it needed to happen, but also another thing I really want to get your opinion on. Do you think people, yeah. and I think you mentioned this a little bit, do you think people who are very um, spiritual and awake actually, I'm not going to say enjoyed COVID, but like they thrived during COVID, during the lockdown, and then people who are not very spiritual and self-aware and in touch with their inner knowing suffered a lot during COVID. What have you seen? Do you think there's some truth to that? Oh my gosh! Do I think again? Another incredibly profound question. Wow! No, no, this is amazing. These these questions are like absolutely amazing because these are things that I've been thinking I've been thinking about a lot lately. Yes, to answer your question in short, absolutely, one hundred percent. I think those who were uh, who have been cultivating their own inner awareness or inner knowing, as you put it beautifully, mm-hmm. are were, were prepared to meet this head on. And actually it's funny because I was just having a conversation with a couple of friends recently. And my mm-hmm. comment was, I feel like I was like born for this moment. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I feel like this I like was that. like a moment. Yeah. I was ready for it. And I don't mean that in any kind of arrogant way. I mean that more, uh, this is what I took birth for like a moment in this incarnation. I'm here for this kind of moment to, help be one of many, 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 many people 
delivering the message of awakening and to remind you that, yes, there is suffering going on, but in order to progress into the light, in order to shift our consciousness in a, to a higher dimension, we have to pass through these periods, these periods jolt us into awareness. So yes, I think those people who, who, uh, who have been cultivating their inner awareness are absolutely 100% ready for this moment. And even using your word would thrive in this moment. Those who have not been spending as much time cultivating their inner awareness, this is a very scary and frightening Mm -hmm. time. And I've actually seen that reflected in many people I've talked to who are not, who do not consider themselves on a spiritual path, even though I would actually argue by nature of being here in this form and in this moment of space and time, we're all on a spiritual path. It's just some of us haven't acknowledged it yet. So, so, so I would say Dan, we are, we absolutely all are. So I would say, yes, this is very frightening. And I found talking to people who are, don't consider themselves on that path. This mm-hmm. is frightening. It, it, it could even almost seem like, uh, Davina, like, a uh, a, you know, how yeah. do I put it? A, uh, <laughs> yeah, what, part of them time? is dying. Like a part yeah, of them part is of them dying, is... like a death, like a soul yeah, death, part, like part a of, spiritual death. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like a like a death. Yeah, but yeah. but but for those who have been cultivating awareness, mm-hmm. this may be seen as kind of a uh, you know. I don't mean to speak of this pandemic in any kind of light fashion, but right. this may be seen <laughs> as something of a re, of a rebirth, right? Rebirth. As a rebirth. I moment. love that word. You so know, you're saying and, it's and, like and, a catalyst for the awakening. It, you know what? It's a... it's one of it's one of many catalysts for our mm, awakening. Okay, but, but be. But but uh, it's one of many catalysts for our awakening. But at this moment of space and time, it's uh, I would argue it's it's probably the most visible and mm, visible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the most visible uh, light post on our path to higher consciousness right now. Well said, Forrest. I love that. That is great. So you mentioned that. People are becoming more united and compassionate after this year. What are the examples we've seen that? Like how how are people showing yes. that now? Yeah. So uh, I think we're all becoming aware that. Mm-hmm. So like first of all, like I define it like a I define awakening as uh, a, a, a realization of our inherent interconnectedness to all things. Yep. And being aware of that interconnectionness, I mean, we, we've seen all of this suffering. We're all going through this literally together. You know, whether yeah. it's uh, in India, in India, what we're seeing right now, or here uh-huh. early on the pandemic, terrible what's happening in India right now. Or what we saw in uh, uh, Italy early on. Mm-hmm. our awareness that we're all collectively going through this together has spiked. And I think that alone is a, is a catalyst for more compassion. Just simply realizing that, that we are all connected in our suffering opens up a tremendous opportunity for more compassion, for more uh, 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 empathy, and for yeah. a realization that we can break down this illusion of separateness. Now, where do we see that practically? 
people volunteering at food banks. I've mm-hmm. talked to uh, – I share a story um, in um, the book about a beloved Cherokee elder friend of mine. Uh, she's a beloved elder in the Eastern Band of Cherokee Indians. And mm-hmm. she's been using her time to deliver – She, by the way, she's in her 70s. She was at oh. very high risk during covid and she's yeah. been delivering food foodstuffs to other tribal members who can't, uh, you know, who can't get out. You know, it's incredibly inspiring. Her. And, oh, absolutely, God bless her. She's incredibly inspiring uh, human being. And, and and then you hear, uh, you know, you, you hear stories of uh, uh, people helping out the elderly. Uh, yeah. You hear, uh, you know, uh, delivering foodstuffs and delivering Mm -hmm. medicines. Uh, I cite in the book how right after the pandemic began, you saw uh, an immediate outflowing of support for homeless populations and, uh, you know, people trying to check on those folks. Uh, And then uh, uh, I think it increased, uh, what am I trying to say here? It increased uh, uh, awareness that uh, our doctors and our nurses have really put themselves on their front lines. And many do- there's been many documented cases of, of doctors and nurses coming out of retirement to come serve yeah, that was people amazing. when they, it's amazing. So, I mean, there's been all these inspiring stories occurring beneath the surface of the dominant media narrative that wants you just to be fearful and, um, and scared. But beneath that veneer is inspiring stories of people using this moment to embrace their interconnectedness as one human family. Um, and that's all, that's all there. And then I, I would point out too, uh, mm-hmm. all of the, all of the other positives uh, for our awakening that have come out of this. Uh, this has been a time to, to overcome our fear of death to, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. clear, clear, clearly death is facing us in the face, in our face right now. It's been a wonderful time to develop uh, uh, as we have more time in solitude, a wonderful time to develop uh, a meditation routine, develop a prayer routine. It's been a wonderful time to self-care. I've talked to so many people Mm -hmm. who have talked about how this has been a great time to kind of like realign their energies, realign their path. What do I want to do with my life? Do I really Mm -hmm. want to slave away in an office job? Or do I want to do something that's a little bit more meaningful? And I cite stories of uh, uh, people who have decided to move off the grid during this time, uh, who have decided to uh, live more intentionally with nature, who have quit their uh, jobs that were bringing them stress and agony and, uh, and, and trying to uh, move into healing professions, you know, uh, just there's, there's, there's inspiring stories out there if we're willing to listen. Absolutely, 100%. So how can we continue to practice more unity and compassion towards others? Oh, man. Well, for the first thing I think we've all learned in 2020 mm-hmm. is just to stop and listen to each other. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The, the amount oh of gosh. division, I mean, the amount of division and divisiveness and uh, – tension that exists between people because we simply don't stop and listen to one another. I, I would say, number one, stop thinking that you're right. Quit the mm-hmm. self-righteous 
mindset and truly listen to your fellow brothers and sisters. You know, that's, that's number one, learning to listen intentionally. Yeah. Uh, another thing with compassion is service. Figure out how you can be useful in alleviating suffering. Uh, the, as you're probably very aware, that the Bhagavad Gita, which I think is mm-hmm. one of the most profound spiritual texts ever, in that incredible piece of work, uh, uh, Sri Krishna is speaking to Arjuna, his, his devotee, on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he basically tells him, you know, throughout the whole text, that service is the greatest service, uh, sorry, service is the greatest pathway to God to oneness, uh, yeah. to unity. So I would say like figuring out something, some way to serve humanity. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be overly uh, uh, public. It doesn't have to be overly visible to other people. It can be something as simple as being a pen pal to somebody, an elderly person, or just the example of my friend in, uh, in the Cherokee, uh, just delivering foodstuffs maybe once a week to people who aren't able to leave their homes due to the pandemic. There are a number of ways that we can serve our fellow man and, and woman. And I think, uh, so listening to each other, uh, engaging in the spirit of service mm-hmm. are, are two ways that I can think of, of, of doing that. And uh, moving people with the power of creative expression, uh, mm, art, music, beautiful. writing, Art is is such a powerful vehicle uh, really for hope and positivity. Yeah, all great tips. I love it. When I am at service for other people, and that's my love language, acts of service. It, nothing else gives wow. me such a high as that does. I love donating blood. I just love the act of it. I feel amazing oh, out there, and beautiful. I encourage other people. Yeah, I I have to get back into it. I kind of stopped. <laughs> But I have to get back into it. So I'm looking forward to doing that again because just the way it makes me feel. But I wanted to, um, you mentioned your spiritual awakening in Maui. Uh, Do you really think that everyone needs to have a sort of experience like that, a spiritual awakening like that to really live their most authentic, true self? And if so, can we use COVID as that spiritual awakening or is it different for everybody? Oh, wow. Wonderful question again. Uh, no, I, I don't think you need something as dramatic as, uh, as, <laughs> as like the, what I described in Maui. You definitely, definitely do not need that kind of event. And, and that event for me was really just a catalyst. Uh, mm-hmm. it, wasn't as if, it wasn't as if everything following that has just been gravy. You know, actually, right. I, I passed through many, many periods after that where you know, I had many pitfalls. I've had many, many pitfalls on the path. I've had, uh, you know, many down points even since then and high points, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like, uh, it's the waves on the ocean. They come, they go, you know, but but, yeah, I don't think anybody needs that kind of one catalyst event. I think people's awakening can Mm -hmm. come in an infinite number of ways, it can come gradually over time. Mm-hmm. It can come through the birth of a child. It can come yes. through music. It can come through nature walks. It can come through, uh, 
you know, getting involved in a, in a, in martial arts. It could you know, a whole number of catalysts. There, there are an infinite number of catalysts that can bring people to that awakening. They don't need one single event to do that. And it could happen mm-hmm. over time without you even realizing that you're having that awakening. Um, that is amazing. Yeah, and, true. And, and as for COVID, COVID could absolutely be that moment, a catalyst for people's awakening. And you know what? I'd be willing to bet that mm-hmm. no event in recent times has, has been such a universal catalyst for that kind of awakening than what we're seeing now. And, I agree. you know, so I, I think, yeah, yeah. Whether it was the, you know, whether you're, you know, and think about all the infinite number of ways in which COVID could cat could be that catalyst. I mean, it could be you lost a loved one and that mm-hmm. made you delve into the meaning of death and, and yeah. that, that led to your awakening. It could be losing your job during this pandemic mm-hmm. and maybe that was the catalyst or, um, you know, it could have been all the time off that you had and now you're, and now you're delving into creative expression. It, it, it could have been, uh, you know, an infinite number of ways in which this pandemic could serve to awaken us. Absolutely. Do you think before your experience in Maui, you were being shown signs of an awakening that you had to awaken, but you kind of ignored it, and then something extreme had to happen, like that experience for you to really just wake up? Absolutely. 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's funny. When I uh, – prior prior to that, uh, you know, I, I had started a – I'd say – so. 30 years old is when I had that experience in Maui. Mm-hmm. And when I was 28 and 29, mm-hmm. that I had a turn. lot of, ex- yeah, <laughs> before that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had some experiences, particularly with like, uh, you know, I was, I was, I was still really heavily drinking. Mm-hmm. And I remember I had, I had periods where, uh, you know, it, when I'd wake up the next morning, Mm-hmm. I'd be like, wow, like I really shouldn't be doing this to myself anymore. Wow. I really should be living, I really should be living a more meaningful life. And I have those like brief moments that I call now of like splintered revelations. They'd come to me mm-hmm. and then I'd quickly dismiss it. And then I'd be out a couple of days later on a nature walk and it would come back to me like, what are you doing, Mike? And I have to admit, when I was 28, 29, I'd always been mm-hmm. interested in meditation, but I had just never sat down to, ah. to actually do it. And then, uh, and, then thir- and then once I hit 30, it all, when I went on that trip to Maui, it all just, in that week, it all just came together. And it was, it was uh, I remember sitting there on that cliff by a waterfall, and it was, it was like a, uh, just an absolutely like transcendent experience. And I don't know why, but I just felt, uh, just part of everything. It, everything that had that had led me to that moment, I remember thinking, "Wow, I'm a part of this entire beautiful universe." And staring off at the ocean, looking at the clear blue sky, smelling that that uh, beautiful like Maui air. It all mm-hmm. I just felt like you know I'm part of everything. And wow. and but I but I think there were a lot of things that led me to that. And and I yeah. think a big part of that was the the down points I had experienced through through my sort of uh, 
destructive period with alcohol. And I think that played a huge role in bringing me to that point. Oh, wow. Thank you for being so vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Are there any other healing modalities you'd like to kind of implement into your meditation practice or anything else you'd like to try just in general? Are you having that? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so one thing that I'd love to cultivate deeper uh, and it's mm-hmm. one of my most significant significant uh, practices is loving kindness meditations or meta oh, practice. Okay. It comes um, that's that's one thing that has always spurred my own growth. And mm-hmm. I would love so you know that was one of the first meditation practices ever taught to me by my first meditation teacher Dave Smith. Now I'd like to take that to another level. Uh, I would love to go study with monks over in uh, Thailand, Thailand, where that practice is heavily, is heavily uh, 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 studied. So I'd love to go on like some kind of like long retreat to, to delve into that practice a lot further uh, than I have now. I love that. Uh, That'd be really great. Uh, Another thing I'd like to do Mm -hmm. on my own path is, uh, you know, deepening, deepening the the practice is uh, maybe getting involved in Qigong, uh, yeah. energy, you know, that kind yeah. of energy work. Cause I, I was involved in martial arts, uh, for a period in my life early on till about, from about, uh, I want to say nine to about mm-hmm. 15 years old. And, and, and that's probably martial arts. Now that I think about it, it's probably something that led was one of the early signs that led me down the path as well. Um, I would love to explore that further, but specifically Qigong, maybe maybe delve into the martial arts. Uh, that would be certainly something that I think would enhance my own journey, for sure. I agree. Those are two great things to implement. Where do you see yourself and the book in about five years? Where do you say it is? Wow. And helping well, humanity. I- yeah, well, I hope in I hope in five years, sincerely, that I am out, uh, you know, hopefully leading meditation retreats, mm-hmm. uh, helping people to helping people find equanimity and peace within themselves. Uh, and I hope that this book is still around uh, while COVID will have passed. I hope the main message of this book that we can use crisis situations to mm-hmm. awaken within ourselves. I hope that message is still resonating with folks. And my ultimate goal would be to set in five years would be to have a nature healing sanctuary of some sort Ooh. Uh, where, where people can come. Um, maybe people with P- my idea, at least preliminary ideas, uh, people with PTSD, uh, mm. maybe a spot for veter- veterans coming oh, home from war. Yeah where where they can come and uh they can go on guided nature walks uh we can incorporate meditation and art therapy into all of that so so i'd like to so where i see myself in 5 years honestly is i really want to be heavily involved in service meditation retreats and i want to keep writing uh books like i just did to help inspire people that's that's really really where i see myself in 5 years and in God, in God willing, you know, yeah. given hope. God willing, I'm I'm given that blessing. So 
I'm sure you will. And I like can't wait to see what the future holds for you. And I actually want to connect you to one of my past guests. He's a veteran who has been um, using plant healing to heal other veterans from PTSD. I think the two of you would make some magic together. So I'm definitely going to send you his information or just tell him about you, connect the two of you because that just like came up in my mind. I'm like, oh, I have to introduce him to Chad. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. That's so inspiring. And by the way, I just want to say too, your your mm-hmm. friend in plant medicine, I would love, I, I, didn't, I didn't know if I could take this conversation there, but cer- yeah. certainly, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when you asked, are there any other things you'd like to incorporate in the meditation, uh, right. plant medicine for sure. I've had, I've had experiences with, um, uh, with, um, uh, you know, uh, hallucinogenic mushrooms and I've had experiences mm-hmm. with DMT under very, very deep. And I had very profound spiritual experiences through them, but I'd like to go on a very, uh, uh, down the road that definitely maybe an ayahuasca uh, retreat, Ooh, which yeah. would be, which, which I think would be very profound under the guidance of a, um, of a healer, uh, a medicine person. And I think that would be something uh, that would be uh, a dream for me as well. So of course I'm going to send you uh, our episode together that you can listen to as well, because I got such amazing feedback. It will give you the chills. It's so profound. Ooh. And he went, oh, it was amazing. So I'm going to send you that. But I wanted to ask, where can everybody find you? Buy the book. Please plug yourself away. Yeah, so uh, you can find me. So the, so the book is available, uh, COVID-19 and Humanity's Spiritual Awakening, is available on Amazon in both Kindle and uh, uh uh, print editions, hard, hard copy. And I'm soon going to make it available on audio, uh, probably in the next month or two. Okay, and uh, you can find me on forestrivers.com, uh, Uh And on that website, I have uh, a daily blog uh, that I, that I keep up and uh, on that website, it also has links to all of the podcasts and radio interviews uh, that I've been giving recently. And you can also find me on Facebook. Uh, just type in Forest Rivers and you can connect with me that way. Uh, and then you can also buy the book through my publisher. If you don't like Amazon, you can buy it mm-hmm. through my publisher, Conscious Living Media. Uh, Conscious Living Media. The book is available there for purchase and on Amazon. Great. Thank you so much for coming on Force. I really enjoyed this conversation, and I wish you all the best, and I will be in touch with you soon, okay? It it has been an absolute pleasure to be on your show. Thank you, Force. Take care. So much peace to you. Bye-bye. Have you guys heard of Rakuten? It's where you can shop all your favorite stores online and make money. Yeah, you can make money. I have made thousands of dollars. Granted, I've been on it for a while, but if you're someone who's an online shopper, you need to sign up 
right now. And you can use my invite link. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N.com slash R slash Divina 141. Rakuten.com slash R slash Divina 141. Happy shopping and make some money. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I just wanted to give you a friendly reminder. If you like what you're listening to, if you like my content, if you like my podcast episodes, I really appreciate ratings on Apple, reviews, subscribe, share to your friends, family, anyone you really think would benefit it. And thank you always for the support.